On a map, it is little more than a grouping of rocks, shoals, and islands. To China and the Philippines, the South China Sea is much, much more. To a host of different regional players, the area represents a wealth of natural resources and an important geopolitical flashpoint for the region's security. A year ago, The Hague's Permanent Court of Arbitration ruled that China had no historical right over the South China Sea, recognizing instead that Beijing violated the Philippines' sovereign rights in its exclusive economic zone. Hailed as a defining moment for the Asia-Pacific, the South China Sea ruling was predicted to become a linchpin for accelerated tensions and potential conflict. Instead, the ruling has led to increased dialogue and debate on the disputed area. But a year on, what does the ruling mean today? Has its presence changed anything, and is a greater military clash for the sea completely out of the question? Here to help us answer these questions and shed a light onto this issue is CG expert Benoit Ardi-Chartron. When the ruling came out on July 12, 2016, it was widely seen as a major blow to China. Now, just as a reminder, the court itself uh, did not rule on sovereignty, but on all seven points that the Permanent Court of Arbitration examined, uh, the verdict was squarely in favor of the Philippines. Just on two main points that I want to talk about, uh, mainly the nine-dash line, the infamous nine-dash line that was first used by the Chinese in 1947, and which is a line on Chinese maps that forms the basis of its claims in the South China Sea. This line was ruled as invalid, as were the historical claims uh, of uh, the Chinese. And also the court ruled that uh, China had violated the Philippines' sovereign rights in its uh, exclusive economic zone. Now, it's important to know, to remember as well, that although the ruling was binding, it was not enforceable. There's no way, basically, no authority that can force China to, uh, to abide by the ruling. China did not actually recognize the ruling. We knew that in advance. They said that they would not recognize it. Um, but still, many analysts, and I was one of them, thought that it would pressure China into altering its approach to the South China Sea. Now, fast forward uh, a year later, there have been some changes. Um, for example, I mean, generally, the moon has been a little bit better in the South China Sea. The temperature has lowered. Uh, there have been no clashes. There have been fewer war of words between the claimants. Also recently, China and ASEAN, which is the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, agreed to a framework for a code of conduct, which would eventually draw up some rules for interaction in the South China Sea. Um, also, we've seen within the last year uh, a sort of uh, clear rapprochement between China and the Philippines, even though the Philippines was the country that had brought the case to the Permanent Court of Arbitration. So as we can see, there have been some changes like these, but this calm is, is deceiving. It is misleading for several reasons. First of all, although rhetorically China has been less uh, vehement about its claims, there's really no indication at all that China has changed any of its territorial or maritime claims. It has not gone back on any of these claims. Now, also in the past year, um, China has further militarized some of its island in both the Paracel and the Spratly Islands, which are uh, the two main groups of islands in the South China Sea. And this has been done despite prior assurances by the Chinese that they would not militarize these islands. 
In Spratly, which is the large group further to the south, uh, it has militarized three of its artificial islands. Now, it's very important to mention that uh, as part of the ruling from the Permanent Court of Arbitration, artificial islands do not give rise to any sort of entitlement. But despite that, uh, the Chinese have kept, as mentioned, uh, militarizing these three uh, main artificial islands, the Subi Reef, uh, Fury Cross, and Mischief Reef. So these three islands, they do provide very solid footholds uh, for the Chinese to control these sea lanes of communications and better monitoring uh, the situation uh, in the South China Sea. Now, also, the response of the Chinese government to freedom of navigation operations that were conducted by the Americans uh, has not changed pre and post ruling. So before the ruling, it basically responded to these to these uh, operations the same way that it has in the latest uh, freedom of navigation operation that was conducted uh, by the Trump administration last month. And also the last thing is uh, I mentioned earlier the Philippines and uh, China rapprochement, the relationship, which has definitely uh, improved within the last year. It may be tempting to. Um, attribute that to the ruling. But uh, the reality is this rapprochement was instigated solely, uh, well, mainly by by the Philippines. It's important to understand that uh, this, the ruling or the case was brought to uh, the court by uh, the previous administration in the Philippines uh, the pre- under President Benigno Aquino. Now, the new president, uh, Rodrigo Duterte, who came to power in June of last year, so around the same time as the ruling, he's been a lot less keen about the ruling and has been very hesitant to hold uh, to hold this ruling very high, to waive uh, this ruling, so to speak, to put pressure on China. And one of the reasons is, I mean, there have been promises of better economic ties, better ta- trade ties, so a lot of economic incentives for Duterte to not really bring up uh, the ruling and basically cozy up and be closer to, uh, to Beijing. Now, the problem with this is if the Filipino government doesn't raise the issue of the ruling, if it continues to refuse to put pressure on China to abide by the ruling, I fear and many observers fear that the the ruling may simply become irrelevant um, because basically nobody will be willing to really put pressure on China based on the specifics of the verdict of the Permanent Court of Arbitration. Now, to this day, one year later, China is still very clearly calling the shots in the South China Sea. It is the country that is obviously uh, the most present through patrols of Coast Guard vessels, military vessels, as well as fisher uh, fishermen um, who are part of state-led militias. So therefore, it is very much in well, not totally, but on the way to assert control over uh, very large parts of the South China Sea. So now, um, although it is quite calm, tensions could flare up um, again with further possible uh, freedom of navigation operations that we are likely to see from the Americans. And um, also other factors that may lead to uh, tensions flaring up in the South China Sea. One uh, important factor is the increased presence of uh, Japan in the South China Sea. Uh, Japan, although it is not a claimant and not a littoral state, um, it is still very concerned uh, 
with what is happening in the South China Sea because it is itself in the middle of an important territorial dispute in the East China Sea with the Chinese. So basically, uh, Japan is becoming much more uh, present and involved. It is helping some of the states, uh, some of the claimant states like the Philippines and uh, Vietnam. So I think because of uh, these factors, the increased presence uh, of Japan and uh, the current rivalry between the Americans and the Chinese that is sort of flaring up at the moment after after a few positive months after Trump was inaugurated. So I think we are quite likely to see not necessarily, not a conflict, I don't expect a conflict, but further perhaps clashes or at least um, periods of high tension that we are likely to see. Um, so to conclude, I think uh, the ruling... Uh, although it was hailed as a possible turning point when it came out a year ago, I think we have to come to the conclusion one year later that its effects um, so far have been much more limited than we expected, unfortunately. For more research and analysis on Asia-Pacific security, visit cgonline.org. That's C-I-G-I online.org.